Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hey there, everybody. This is Keisha Lacey with the Random Horror Show. And you're probably wondering, how in the hell can I start my own podcast? Well, I'm just going to go ahead and tell you. You go ahead and download the Anchor app or go to Anchor FM to get started. Didn't I tell you it's free? Yes, your podcast is free. It is distributed on many, many platforms. Whatever subject that you talk about, whatever you're passionate about, Anchor has your back in that. And guess what? How do you think I got started with the best rinky-dink cheap podcast listening of the random horror show and like i said you can go ahead and download the anchor app or go to anchor fm to get started and thank you for listening to the random horror show welcome to the random horror show i am your horror podcast hostess Keisha Lacey coming straight straight out straight out of the Iron Pine Curtain better known as East Texas and thank you so much for joining me tonight's podcast we having the lovely the amazing keeping it raw real and giving no f's whatsoever in her reviews on Instagram I'm talking about Beth Kelly with Beth Loves Horror. She is on Instagram. Go and follow her. She gives like straight up honest reviews. She does not sugarcoat. That's the reason why I love her reviews. Um, she's actually uh, one of the ones that, um, you know, uh, friended me, you know, follow me on Instagram and I follow her back and we just, boom, we just click like that. Um, I love like she is very talented, um, just musically talented, and also she's a voice actress. Um, so y'all want to check her out and everything. And that's Beth loves horror. And also Kevin Bacon gave her a shout out. So that is some straight up like love right there from Kevin Bacon. But no further ado, going here some. Some good, interesting things coming out of my mouth and best mouth with um, our interview. And once again, this is Beth Kelly, our horror guest. Enjoy. What's going on in Texas? Is it hot? Is it cold? 
Oh my god. That is cool. No, it's about to fucking rain, and I'm super happy for that. Oh gosh, it's 90 here. Oh, sweet Jesus. It was uh, 100, 101. Then um, I looked on my phone, it was like a, a heat advisory warning. I'm like, it's been fucking hot like this since May. Yeah, I'm done. I'm done with this. I'm fucking done with summer. Um, I used to be a summer person, but with all this bullshit, I'm like, nope. I've never been a summer person. Well, I like summer because because I like to wear bikinis and I don't wear bras and stuff. So Girl, I don't I don't wear my, no bikinis. <laughs> so as go. I was asking you, are there any nudist colonies in Texas? You know what? Um I think there's like a few of them. I can like look them up, but I did read there was like some nudist colonies, but they're like old people there. Yeah, I know when I lived in Connecticut, there were a few, but they were in like secret spots. Like I, I got lost one time and I ended up at one and it was like all 70 year old dudes. That's like what I heard because, you know, like people were like, oh man, let's go to a new beach and, um, Let's do this and everything else. But okay, there I'm looking it up on the computer. There's East Beach, that's in um Galveston, that's four hours from me. So uh, what part of Texas are you in? Um, East Texas. I'm closer to the Shreveport, um, Louisiana border. I'm closer to Shreveport and about oh, like okay. two hours from Dallas, three hours from Houston. Oh, okay. So yeah, so I'm like smack in the middle of like all the damn pine trees in East Texas, you know? Yeah, when I went road tripping by myself a year or two ago, I could tell right when I entered Texas because all of the guys had cowboy hats on and I was like, fuck yeah. No, we were talking about the nude beaches and uh, yeah, I like found one. I didn't know we had one here. So look, look what I've done for you already. You sure did. You, you, you got my curiosity going. I didn't know, like, already we already have one here in little old freaky-dink-ass East Texas. Nothing but fucking pine trees and 10,000 churches all on, like, one block. Sexy men in cowboy hats. Oh, gosh, no. There are some that is real sexy, but most don't be wearing no speed store hats and um there's a company called red dirt it's about like 15 minutes away from me and it's like very very popular so it's like everybody's like where red dirt got me a red dirt cap oh wow yeah and then all the guys there hold the door open for you i was like this is nice this is very nice oh it is it's real nice very polite gentleman like and everything i that's what I like about, like, the guys around here, you know, open your doors, you know, help you, you know, carry your groceries. I mean, even if you have a flat tire or anything or you're trying to put, you know, something in your car, like I was putting some, what was like brake fluid or something like that. And, they, and this guy just came and just like, let me like hold that for you. So he was like holding my hood up because my um stick is messed up and it's like it, it's crazy. 
but he was holding my stuff you know he was holding my little hood up on my car oh gosh and then he like took his phone and he shined the light for me so it makes it much easier so I love that. I love that, like, in a lot of, like, Southern gentlemen, like, that very polite, mannerable, you know, things like that. I love a man like that, for real. Yeah, that's that doesn't exist in New England. The guys don't, there's no chivalry, so maybe I have to move to Texas. I don't know. No. Well, it's, I mean, it's JK, JK. <laughs> Too hot down there. Yes, it's, it's no girl. You will burn up to a crisp down here. You're not used to this heat. Um, no, no, I faint at the drop of a hat. So you ain't built. You ain't built for. You're not really built for the south. <laughs> because I'm definitely more New England, where everything's like rush, 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 like. In public, I get very irritated with people that move slowly. Like, move. Let's go. I'm like more of like an in-between. Because I'm used to how slow it is down here. But I drive I drive very slow. Like, I, I would fit in driving because I drive very slow. Oh, yeah. You fit in with that right there because there's a lot of people who drive slow. But there's a lot of people that drive really fast too, especially the guys with the the big trucks with the redneck tires. Of course. Yeah, they have to, you know, have to put all their fucking diesel smoke all in your face and everything. It's like, bro, we're in a forty mile lane. What is you? Yeah. (laughs) Take your diesel and go (laughs) up. somewhere but yeah like it's very i mean it's very slow and people are patient they take their time but like i'm just in between because sometimes some of them be bullshitting and you know i'm like can y'all wrap this shit up (laughs) oh yeah i i'm not i'm not one to like stand around and talk for hours i'm like okay bye (laughs) that's 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 pretty much how it is. You talk. You you can't even go to Walmart, and you're like, all right, let me get this one item. Then somebody sees you. Hey, how your your mama, your grandma, your grandpa, blah, 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 doing? Yeah, they're doing all right. Such and such such. Then you go on like two three aisles over. Hey, how you? It's like that. You can't even get out of the store. You can't go in and out. I mean, you literally have to ignore people. Or just throw your hand up and just say, what's up, like that, and get out of the store. Because people will chat you to death down here. Oh, God, I would hate that. <laughs> You're right. You're right. At first, I was like, why wouldn't I be built for the South? Not, but, oh, God, the thought of that, yeah, makes me squirm in a bad way. Well, you know, we do have, like, those down here that, you know, people don't bother because they made their point long time ago that like yo you know don't do no small chat no do no tick you know all that shit and they kind of like put themselves like kind of like an outsider so people won't bother them so but they live in peace though but when you get to know them i mean there's some cool people but you know on the same wavelength i don't blame them yeah that would be me 
<laughs> I think I think you will like it because of the hospitality and people like very nice and you know um, very friendly and helpful and stuff. But you know it's a little it's a it's a big culture shock, especially you know for somebody that's born and raised in New England. You know, yeah. You're like, where everything is like fuck you like it's very aggressive we're very aggressive up here like just how it is that's that that wouldn't even bother me right there because i'd be like fuck you yeah it's very it's it's very real like there's no i can say that there aren't many phony people in new england because everyone just gets out their aggression like on the road and stuff like People will just tell you to fuck, fuck off to your face, and that's how it yeah. is. Yeah, I mean, you know, um, down here, I mean, we have like very nice people, but there's a lot of people that like fake shit too. You know, they like skin and grin in your face, and then they turn turn around and like talk behind your back. Yeah, that two face shit. I oh yeah. god. I can't stand that right there because, you know, I'm very, I'm, I'm kind and I'm nice and I'm real. And I like honesty. Just be honest with me. You don't like me, motherfucker. Just let me know and everything. And we don't have to see eye to eye, but I fucking respect you for being honest with me. Yeah. Like, like the, they like to play that, that nice game role. I guess they're doing that so they can make it to heaven or something. But I was like, you're a fucking... I was like, you're like, oh, you're wrong right there. <laughs> you know, just be yourself. You know, just be, just be you. You don't like a person, you don't like a person, but you don't have to fake it just because, you know, what you've been taught. You know, you got to be kind and nice in Jesus' eyes and shit like that. And because, you know, I'm in a Bible belt. So there's a lot of fakery like that. Oh, yeah. And I have an education business. So, when I would go to conferences, mm-hmm. all the people from the South, like the women, were the worst. Like, they're the type that give you a cherry pie to your face, and then they're just talking shit immediately when they turn around. I'm like, I can't take these Southern women anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I need I... to stay up here because what, that's just, it. I, I, I don't like it. I don't like two-faced people. No, I mean, I don't blame you. I mean, you being real and shit and everything, girl, we're in rare form because I don't like that crap myself because I've seen it all my life. And that's yeah. the reason why I don't even, I barely get along. I am tolerated because of the way how I am because I'm, you know, I'm pretty nonconformist. And when I like see them, they you know they smile hi and and they will always oh god they have the shittiest fringiest gaudiest ass fashion and I was like that shit is tacky as hell yeah and I don't want to say like the south is all bad but it's just I've met a lot of women who they're just two faced and (laughs) now I feel bad that I'm talking about you know. (sighs) Putting everyone in the south in the category. I mean, no, you're really not. You're really out. You're really not in everything because, um, you know, it's just the pros and cons about it and everything. I mean, I've been saying that shit myself. I mean, I, I mean, I live here. I grew up here and everything else. But 
you know, just seeing it from, you know, like from your eyes, what you see, like, it's the same thing that I see too, but you're not putting everybody like in a general category. So don't even like apologize for that. And sometimes we all have like that really awful experience, like too many times, but we're just not putting everybody in categories. So don't even apologize for that. And girl, a lot of Southern women don't even listen to my podcast as, as is anyways. They probably think my ass is the devil. Right. <laughs> I don't know. It's like, believe me, I don't need your cherry pie or your friendship. <laughs> so, anyways, go ahead and introduce yourself. We just all just, we just, we just chilling right here. And I'm, I'm already done with my coffee. Now I'm drinking with my tea. So oh shit! Audience, girl, you all right? Shoot, we all right. You know, this is right. like- just shitting on the south for the first ten minutes. Um, <laughs> They're like, damn, she real like that. Hey, no, it's just my experience. Just my experience. Um, so I'm Beth, and I'm from Massachusetts. Beth loves horror. That's my Instagram handle. I started this account February 9th is when I started it, and I started it because a guy I was seeing at the time did a full ghost on me. And, you know, when you're, you're like hanging out with a person all the time, you're talking to them all the time, and then they just decide to ghost you because, like, he, he's still in love with his ex, whatever, I'm over that, that guy. Yeah. But he full-on ghosted me, and I was like, what the hell am I going to do with myself? So I'm like, well, I guess I'll make a horror account and see you know, maybe try to make some friends, review some movies, just to, like, keep my mind off of how harshly I got ghosted. So that's, like, what happened. And it's been, what, six months? Yeah. Yeah. And that's what I've been doing. And you've been doing a damn good job of it, too, and everything, because you have... Because Kevin Bacon, Kevin Bacon addressed me yesterday, so... Fucking Kevin Bacon, though. What's up? What's up? Kevin Bacon. You seen him? It was like it's a movie that uh, Friday the 13th. It was like it's a, either the first one or the second Friday the 13th movie that he did. I think the first one where he's in the Speedo. Yeah, he's in that Speedo and then um, it wasn't Jason, but you know it was Jason's mom. And he got his ass cut up with a machete. Oh, going yeah. Yeah, was it an arrow or a machete that went through his neck? It's been a long time since I've seen that movie. I think it's more than I think, I think yeah, it's a machete or something. In yeah. the bed? Yeah. Yeah, and the machete in the bed. He was laying in the bed and then the machete goes through his neck. That was a pretty fucking um sweet practical effect for them just to have the the amount of money that they had. I mean, it wasn't a bad like, you know, special effect and special prop. I mean, it looks pretty fucking realistic how they did it. Oh, definitely. Oh yeah. And that's when I first seen Kevin Bacon. But I always liked him in uh, a lot of uh, horror movies or like supernatural movies, like Hollow Man. Man, I like that Hollow Man. The Hollow Man yeah, was. I have not seen Hollow Man, and now I need to add that to my watch list. Bro, you need to watch Hollow Man. Well, he's he's pretty dope in that shit too, though. He becomes like a fucking villain. Yeah, is it? It's yeah. like a thriller, right? Yeah, it's pretty. Yeah, it's a thriller. It really is. Shit, I like I'll it. watch it. And I also yeah. need to watch the 
We Should Have Left. Have you seen that one that came out a couple of years ago? No, I haven't. Me either. It's also on my list. I have not seen that one. I need to check that one out too and everything. Yeah. Also, girl, I was going to touch up on this. Um, you also play the drum. And yeah. The piano. You yeah. are so talented. I love that. Why, thank you. Thanks. Yeah. Yeah, you was beating on them drums and you was on beat. And I was like, you know what? I tried to like. I tried drum sets. I can't do it, but guitar, yeah, I can. Yeah, I can fucking, I, I can play a guitar and stuff. But like when you uh, posted that, and I was like, oh my gosh, you're on beat. I loved it. I was just like, and when you started um, posting some of your, um, you know, you on a um, piano and you're yeah. singing, I like your voice because it's not that typical. It's your yeah. own. Voice. You have like a real rawness with it. You have a lot of passion behind it, and you're not trying to sound like some fucking auto tune or some other, you know, pop star artist. It is your shit. And and you know, I grew up with music. My mom played the piano. My mom, she was like, you know, I don't want you to play the piano. I was like, why? And she's like, oh, well, I was forced to play the piano when I was nine. And I was like, but you see me banging on this fucking piano like at eight years old. Can you teach me and stuff? I mean, she played the piano beautifully. And she my mother was- did too. My mom did too. Way better than I can. Oh, my, my mom was like, oh my gosh, she sounded just like an angel whenever she played the piano and singing. But yeah. she, you know, but she took that, you know, um, you know, for her, like, she thought about, like, oh, I was traumatized for, you know, learning how to play the piano, and then she just, like, put that on me, like, you know, you don't need to learn the piano, because I have to, I'm like, I don't care about, like, what happened to you, like, you, you, you sound fucking awesome, and I don't know why you're complaining, but I had to, like, sit there and kind of self-talk, teach myself, like, even, like, reading the, uh, you know, music, so mm-hmm. when I, and everything I already knew how to read music it's just like it was just the structure part with it and you know they taught me that but I've always been very uh musical you know because my mom and of course uh that got me into DJing but like when I heard the way how you was playing and just the way how you was singing I was like damn I really like that right there you know she you really do have like a lot of raw emotions you know with your you know your singing and thanks so much no problem and i I like that i really do and And i piano is great like i've always said when it comes to horror movies the instrument i think is the creepiest spookiest like gives you the most like feeling is the piano whenever you hear a piano score like i don't know the other instruments just don't do it for me when it comes to like horror movies there's something about piano yep you're you're right about that because it, it is it's like a it's like the basic it's like the basic like foundation for any horror movie like you know that's being composed is piano mm-hmm. and that's when you hear a lot of it you know 
just from about everything. Yes, there, there's been some great, uh, you know, pieces where you have like a symphony band or something like that. But a lot of times, like um, like you said, it's by the piano. I mean, even on Halloween, that's all piano right there. I actually heard somebody a long time ago got on a on a xylophone and did the Halloween thing. Oh hell yeah! And that was freaking neat, right there. He's actually he's actually a singer. He has a a a band. And Durango, um, Colorado, and he's like that thrash, like heavy metal and stuff. And I thought that was like pretty cool, which I'm kind of like a little bit um, ashy because we don't hear like a lot of heavy metal and rock a lot. We just oh, hear like I love metal. Rock. I love metal. I love rock. It needs to come back with in full force. Yeah. It does, because like what? Do we, there's not much metal. Well, I hate saying that because there are metal bands out there. Like, there's a lot of horror fans that love Ghost, the band Ghost. Yeah, um, Ellis from the Swedish Nerd, he um, sent me a link to uh, YouTube to listen to Ghost, and I was like, oh, I like this. Yeah, I had when I was in a band, one of the guitarists got me into that band, and that was like. Fuck yeah, they're good. Yeah, for real. I like some ghosts. I told them, I was like, thanks. Oh, shit. You know, like, ah, pump that blood in me. Pump that blood in me right there. Yeah, and I like the, you know, like the devil-y theme of their music. I do, too. Yeah, it's neat. And um, you also do like um, horror short voiceovers. How's like I? You know what I did? What What's your friend's name? Before I fuck up his name, I called him Magnum. Chris. I was thinking about Chris. Name. Chris Magnum. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I would call it a Magnus because that's what you said. No, it's Magitta, but it's Magitta. not like spelt it traditional beginner's way it's and he's gonna he has a horse short coming out tomorrow and he's really excited and he's been working really hard on it and you've seen his other ones or at least one of them and he's ridiculous disturbing like this one's gonna be very vulgar i have a few voiceovers in it like i got a 911 call because a clown broke into the house Yes, yes. So I'll have a link on my page, Beth Loves Horror, or his page, C M A G E N N I S. And yeah, so that's coming out tomorrow. Yeah, um, he actually, um, you know, um, friended me and stuff on Facebook. I could say Facebook. Oh, Lord, that's where the old ass people are. I'm on that bitch myself, but you know, on Instagram, and uh, I wrote him. I was like, "Yo, like that one day, the first one that he did was it like, Willow? Um, girl, I be forgetting. I got um. Have you seen the one? Grove. You've Willow Grove was the last one he did. Yeah, Have you seen Willow the? Grove. You would love the first one, Itarsac. 
it's called. That's on his channel too. You should really check that one out because if anyone's going to love that one, you will love that one because of the shocker ending. So you should watch that today. And he was like, He's like, yeah. how come you get all these people asking you to do podcasts? He's like, nobody's ever asked me to do any podcasts. And he's like, what the fuck? I'm like, they will. They will, Chris. Well, well shit. I, I'll ask him to be on my podcast. See, there you go. Good. See? No, he was like, he was like yes, I will jump. He's very he good. Like, yes. He's very good at talking. Like, It'll be interesting. Like he's he's a good talker, so you definitely should. But uh, the the second one that he did, and um, I seen you like linked it. Um, I watched it, and I heard your voiceover in it, and I was like, "Oh man, it's this!" I was like, "Oh, that's so cool! Yay!" Yeah. But, like his like like that one was really disturbing. I told him, "I'm like, your shit is disturbing. Irving, bro. He's like the second. He's like this one is coming out. Um, Friday. Jessica kills. Jessica kills. He's like, check it out. I was like, I'm damn sure it is. I'll but... have to send you the link to the first one though, because you're gonna love that one. Okay, cool. But yeah, yeah he. But yeah, I, I was like, damn. I was like, this shit is disturbing. Um. I, I I had to like just pause it for a moment and I was like, what the fuck am I watching? This is really good. It's fucking disturbing. And I and I just had this whole like Pikachu face when I was watching it and I like that because I don't do fucking safe horror. And plus for him to um to be very creative in what how he likes his horror and things like that. I mean, he's very creative and shit. Oh, he's so talented. And like you very said, like, there's way too much safe horror out there and I'm just so bored with it. I'm bored. Like, do something different. I don't care what it is. Just spice it up because there's enough boring shit out there and please, please push some boundaries. Exactly. And that's like the thing that people are like are scared of is like pushing boundaries because they want to put a fucking horror in a box and so oh guess what when you when people get fed up with like this fucking safe horror they're going to be coming to like content creators very talented content creators like Chris and, and I know there's a whole bunch of others and they want to be like they want to be shocked they want to be disturbed they want to be you know, like shit, you know, this shit right here that I watched, oh my gosh, they want to tell their friends like this is like the most disturbing ass shit ever. And they're gonna come to them because they're not doing the safe fucking horror. They're doing oh, it's they, too much of that. I don't they pushing limits and stuff. They they're being limitless with it. And yeah, um, I I don't know. I don't know why we got away from doing stuff that like shocks people, but it needs to come back. And we I was talking about this yesterday with Chris. Like, same with the horror reviews. Like, everyone, there's so, I don't want to say everyone, but a majority of the reviews you read are, like, sugar-coated. Nobody wants to tell the truth. They're tame, too nice. Like, just say what you felt. Like, what did you really feel when you watched it? Like, give me the truth. And... 
like the Saw 2 write-up I wrote yesterday, I, I was like, should I really shit on Beverly Mitchell from 7th Heaven? And I'm like, yes, because that's all I was thinking about the entire time I was watching it. Like, <laughs> she's not a good actress. Like, how did she get there with the rest of them? I don't know. I don't know. But I just wish people were more honest. On I do, too. But I, that's the reason why I like a lot of people like your um, reviews because you um, you're honest with it. And with me, um, I I don't I don't sugarcoat my shit either. And yeah. you have read and you have read my stuff. I mean, if it's something that I really like, I'm gonna like say yeah yeah yeah, or you know I throw a little comedy in it. But uh, my last one that I uh, was talked about was Blackenstein. And and I was like, I fell asleep through the whole thing. Like I was watching it, and I just fell asleep through it. Yeah. And then I was like, and I was like, the only thing that was pretty redeemable was this joke that this guy made in a nightclub. I said, but the whole point of like the whole movie, it was like fucking lost because this because it was like a frank you know the guy was a vietnam vet he lost both he lost all his limbs and they got it into like this experimental you know uh amputee type thing like frankenstein of course mary shelley so mm-hmm. he's just going around just killing motherfucker just no just just out of the blue i mean you can just say hi he just kills you you know you're trying to or something he breaks in your house and he like kills you and shit and i mean i was like what, what's the whole point of this him killing and shit i mean i, I don't want like that more of that frankenstein feel with it but it, it was just a sloppy ass made movie and i mean i'm being honest with it i'm like i'm not gonna sit there and like say yes it's like a great movie it's like blah 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 no i'm like this shit is boring i fell asleep through it <laughs> Exactly. Yeah, and that's fine. Like, just because you say that too doesn't mean that you know Joe Schmo's gonna fall asleep too. Like, it's people get so angry like at your opinion, and it's just like you might like it. I the a cabin in the woods. Everyone was flipping out. I got so much hate mail in my inbox. Like, yeah, because they're like, I can't. Like, I got some nasty, nasty messages. Like, how? And I'm just like, it sucked. I, I didn't like it. I didn't like it. <laughs> it was wow. horrible. Like, yeah. Those movies that have, like, cult followings, like, if one person says it's terrible, I was like, I, all day, like, I was getting a stream of hate. <laughs> but I loved it. I loved it. I needed it. I, that's good. That's good. But that's, I, I, I haven't got nothing yet. I mean, maybe, like, only, only, um, inbox shit that I get is motherfuckers on there so I'm like hey beautiful I'm like man shut the fuck up oh bro. the sugar like, the, the sugar baby the sugar baby requests those yeah, are the, like, sugar ba- the sugar those baby are... requests the feet request all that shit the feet like, requests I haven't gotten that the sugar babies I think are bots right because it's like the same shit yeah, wait you've gotten sure. stuff about your feet what like people that have a foot fetish yeah oh Jesus Christ Oh girl, um have you posted like, your feet? Is that why? Oh no, I have not posted my feet. Ain't nobody seen my feet on no damn Instagram and shit, but Guy, guys are weird about feet. That's like one of those weird, creepy, creepy fetishes. 
Like it's like an in thing now. It's like in thing. I, I gotta I'm, say, I have cute feet, but I don't. I, I don't need people like sucking my feet and shit. No. Nope. I, I hate to admit it, but um, my ex husband and my ex boyfriend used to suck my toes. You like that? See, I don't think anyone sucked my toes. I don't know if I, I don't know if I would enjoy that. I don't know. I'll be like, Chris, suck my toes, see if I like it. Different strokes for different folks, but um, no, I was in Los Angeles, like, what was like back in 2006. And I've never, like, came across nobody, you know, like, had foot fetish. So I was, like, there um, getting trained for, like, makeup. I, was, like, went to this chick and it's Julie Schiffer she does like you know she's well known for in, you know Los Angeles bullshit like that but um no I was like chopping up with this guy and it was my first time in Los Angeles and the dude just looked at my feet and he in the whole conversation just did like this 180 he's like oh wow you have such beautiful feet and I was like oh well, thank you like, that's a little weird yeah they're weird weird kinks and that one's definitely I don't know why that one weirds me out because it's like I've gotten one pedicure in my life and it was so ticklish that I never I was like nobody touch my feet it's too ticklish I love you know, I haven't got a pedicure like in months and months but uh, I love pedicures because I I stay on my feet and also have like uh, I have like flat feet but it was yeah. like one day um, I had like this bad ass like bomb ass pedicure and the guy I could tell he was like fresh off the boat like he came from Cambodia or something and he was like working on my feet like massaging it and I'm not ticklish but he was massaging it very well and I just like looked at him and I was like I want to marry this motherfucker for his green card because I want him to massage my feet. Oh my gosh, you should, you should find them. Sure. I should. I should have. I should have like, hey, you want to get married? I get your green card. Like, all you got to do is like massage my feet and you cook for me. Like, it's a done deal. Yeah. We'll have to. We'll have to start a, uh, a search for the Cambodian guy that massaged Keisha's feet. Big Cambodian, he yeah, Cam, I, he's probably like Cambodian and Vietnamese, but uh, he's one of the two. But yeah, I'm 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 still looking for him. Like, where is he? <laughs> oh man, you you like your toes being like that's funny. Everyone has I their thing. No, that shit was crazy though. But like that dude from um, New York when I was out there in L.A. and I thought that was so weird because I'm like, why is he complimenting my feet? okay and then he just kept staring at him like they were just like like it was filet mignon like in some flip-flop i'm like oh snap and then he started to get really really like deep like yes i like toes these toes are so cute they're so blah 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 i was like oh shoot this dude got a foot fetish and that like that was my first time being like oh wow somebody has introduced me of you know, this dude, he's a freak. <laughs> he's in oh a my god. That's so I, funny. I know. And then when I uh got with my uh my ex husband, um, at the time we was like dating stuff and then, you know, we got um, you know, married and shit like that. 
And he was like, hey, you know, good Gucci pedicure. All right, cool. And all of a sudden, he's like sticking his, my whole ass foot in his mouth. I was like, what the hell is this shit? Oh my God. See, I got a fat wide foot. Like I always need to buy wide. So he probably wouldn't be able to fit my foot in his mouth. <laughs> I believe he can. It don't be- they're they're cute, but they're wide. I got wide feet. Oh, it don't matter to them. They don't give a shit about it. If it's wide, narrow, you got no arches, some arches, something like that. They don't care. That is funny. But yeah, but he. But I thought, you know, when we got divorced, I was like, well, you know, I don't have to stick my toes in anybody's mouth and everything with their foot fetish. And then when I got with uh, the other guy that I was dating and stuff. And then all of a sudden, he just throws that toe all up in his mouth. I was like, God dang. I'm like, is this a fucking Libra thing or something? Because both, uh, both of them are Libras, and I'm a Pisces. You're and this a is Pisces? A- yeah, I'm a Pisces. Okay, I've dated Pisces. Those well, are the men. The two out of, like, three guys. Yeah, I always get stuck with the Pisces, but no, Chris is not a Pisces, thank God. The Sagittarius. Ah, I dated some Sagittarius too. I dated some Sagittarius guys. No more Pisces. Even though my dad was a Pisces and he kicked ass, but the the guys I dated that were Pisces, hell no. And you know what? I avoid fucking Pisces men too, my damn self. Because nope. I don't they on some kind of other freaking level. Yep, nope, nope, no thank no. you. Mm-mm, no thank you right there. Uh-uh. Libra men are like crossed out one month is libra um september like around september 20 21st or something like that like after virgos and then it carries on into october say like october 18th or 19th oh okay so my my best friend she's a libra yeah like libra women look rock but libra men uh no they're good at two things, being a good friend and fucking. That's all I got to say about them. Well, well that's important. <laughs> but relationship-wise, no. No. No, that's that's not the, no, I can't, I, I, I can't mesh with them. They have, they have some weird shit about them that I don't even like. But I did have like a best friend. He was like an awesome ass Libra, but he passed away when um he was eighteen. That was like he was the shit though. But that's the only. What did you say your son was? My son, my son is fifteen. No, no, your son. Oh, my son. I'm sorry, girl. I thought you said son. I was like, he's fifteen. He just started. (laughs) Oh no, I'm no, I'm Pisces. I'm Pisces. I got it like you're a Pisces too. Yeah, I'm a Pisces. When's your birthday? March 13th. March 13th. That's mm-hmm. interesting. Yeah, my daughter's a Pisces too. She's born um, in February, February 20th. Oh, I'm an Aquarius right before you. Oh, snap. Oh, snap. I love my Aquarius women. I love my Aquarius. I, I love Aquarius women. They're awesome. Weird. Yeah, we're weird, eccentric. Jennifer Aniston. And nothing wrong with being eccentric and weird and shit, cause shit, I'm you, I'm riding the same boat with you. Weird Hell yeah, 
Ain't no. nothing wrong. Oh, yeah. oh, you're so weird. I'm like, okay, and what's your point? I like being weird. <laughs> I, I do too. I, I like, I love being weird. I love being eccentric and stuff because you just, you just don't fit in with the conformity people. I never have, and I never will. I've always marched to the beat of another drum. I always have. Same here. You're supposed to. It used to bother me when I was younger, but now I'm just like, shit, people, people and me, we don't mesh. It's fine. I can walk alone. But sometimes that's what you have to do. I do that too. I mean, I mean, it's like really... Uh, I think it's just like when you're eccentric, you're very nonconformist, you uh, march to the own beat of your own drum. Mm-hmm. Is that people like look at you and they think like, you know, they're not following the rules. And they get super pissed at you because you're doing your own thing. And a lot of times when they were trying to do their own thing as a child, you know, they got berated about it, you know, they got talked down about, you know, who they are because they can't be who they really are because Mm -hmm. somebody back then told them like, hey, yo, you can't be who you are. And that's what happened. No, it's not better to blend in. No, it's not. Boring. Really, it really is. And that's like the story of my life right there. And I know a lot of people like can feel this, you know, they really can relate to me and you with that because we don't blend in. We stick out like a sore thumb. I've never had like a huge like chunk of friends at any given time. Like I just, I need like a couple people and I'm good. Like I just don't, I don't really connect with a a whole lot of people because I'm different. Like, and like you said, I'm a nonconformist, so like I don't relate to a lot of people. Like it's exhausting. Like I've tried being that conforming type, like back in the day, and not only does it suck and it's not authentic, but like it's exhausting. Like no, I, no, I can't. <laughs> I'd rather be myself, and you don't like it. I don't care. Right. I got my cat. I got my mom, my sister. I'm good. Got Chris. Like, I don't, that's all. I I don't need other people. Right. That's how I, that's how I feel too. Now I have, um, you know, I have a few friends and I don't need a whole bunch of people like around me, you know, just to, just a, just a like, oh, you know, like I'm popular and you know, oh, I, I'm this, that, and everything. I'm good with a small group. Oh of yeah, I was never popular in school. I like had they, my little three people, and that was it. Like they always say, like, uh, uh was like people like like four quarters are better than like a hundred pennies or something like that. Well, I haven't heard that one. Yeah, it's like that is like some old I like that I like that four quarters is better than a hundred pennies it's so true true. it is I like like that that just gave me chills oh uh, 
Oh, I didn't mean to give you chills, boo boo. That's good. No, <laughs> chills, chills are good. That's such a good saying. Oh my god, I love, I love idioms. I love sayings. Like that's, that's neat. Double entendres, uh, puns, things like that. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, yeah I'm always in, like, I'm always like the guys like, um, like with dating and stuff. Oh, well, I don't know. Oh my gosh. I'm like very like um, attracted to like men that have like a lot of like emotional intelligence and emotional maturity. Um, I don't get that around here. <laughs> oh no! I was, I just sit there and just go. Because the last guy that I dated, swear on crap, I thought, I mean, the dude was pretty cool and everything. I mean, he was very intelligent. Uh, very handsome. Very handsome and shit. When you, say, like, when you say emotional maturity, you mean like like they show their emotions like when they're upset, like they cry or like stuff like that? Um something like that that can handle it but not like being like a nervous wreck. but emotional maturity is like handling like just being a fucking mature adult about stuff well you know? yeah that's a hard find it really is it sucks too yeah, but I like... was like yeah it really does suck because I'm just like yeah. maybe it's because I'm raised around because I was like raised around like older people like the um like my grandparents they you know they was around like um you know around civil rights jim crow era all that and then my mom's adopted parents they was like around like world war one they was bored like before you know it was the 20th century because they were born in the 19th century I was I I grew up around older people like that, so I seen that from them. So when I like you know around my other peers or like you know in school, I fucking hated kids because I was like these bastards, fucking stupid, and that's like how I felt. I mean, because I'm so used to being around like that much older people when I was growing up, and so. So I, I think I have like a mind like a sixty some year old woman, but nothing wrong with that. I ain't nothing wrong with that. It's just you know when it comes down to like dating and things like that, I'm just like, damn, bro, like you're in your forties, you're in your early fifties, like why are you acting like you're in your fucking twenties? There's nothing wrong with having a, uh, you know, have a young at heart spirit and things like that. But it's just things like I'm like, dude, that shit right there. You should have nixed that shit and let this shit go about 20 fucking years ago. Yeah. <laughs> it's just a maturity thing. And I just, I mean, just I was just like running in and all type of, uh, type of like guys that just, you know, just act like they're still in high school. Like, but you've been divorced for like a few years and you have a, child that's as a young an adult like why are you acting like that yeah, you gotta, you gotta find some emotional mature man, right? Jeez, I don't know. 
I mean, I'm, they're up to it, I think. But yeah, I was just like, I don't get it. I mean, Duke can lay down some good ass pipe though, but it was just like, I was like, damn. Like, you're almost there. You're almost there, bro. I'm not like looking for some perfect, but I'm like, shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> oh. That's funny. Last guy I dated, I had you're talking about emotional maturity, and I'm just laughing because I had to sit and watch him cry about his ex girlfriend. And I'm like, man, am I pathetic right now? <laughs> I'm like, what am I doing hanging out with this guy? My mother is, like, so happy. She's like, oh. She's like, that guy is way too hooked up at my kind of ex. Like, high five, please. <laughs> She's like, I don't care if this guy's in New Jersey. It's- that's good. It's good that that guy's gone. I'm like, oh, yeah, okay. Yeah, girl, you didn't need some. Anybody, anybody, if anyone listens to this, anyone who is still talking to their exes, run. Just run. Don't walk. Run. It's never run. good. It's never good. No, it. It is never good because don't sit, ar- don't sit around and listen to them try to convince you it's good or it's fine. Don't worry, run, just run, just run, just just don't even try as if, to like. As if Mike Myers was in your room, just run, just run. <laughs> I mean, don't even like and, and yes, don't even like try to sit there and like think like you're gonna change them and shit. If the motherfucker's still talking about his ex, run. Still talking like to like just run, just run. Shit, run. Get, really. That's like how I felt with that last guy I dated because he just kept talking about his ex wife. And I'm just like, do you, I'm like, do you hear me talking about my ex husband? Yeah, he would too. And I'm just like, oh, here we go again. I'm like, then go move, move back there, like, go away. I know, right? Like, why are you wasting my fucking Because time? I I had never, like, dated a guy that was still, like, best friends with his ex before. Like, I was with my ex for 10 years, my ex-husband. Like, so I haven't dated a lot of people. And I'm like, this is awful. Like, I should have, like, the first time we hung out. But I was so naive. Like, I didn't know. I don't know why people were so like, oh, you can't talk to, you. make sure they don't talk to their exes. Like, wh- why not? Like, and now I get it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Nobody yeah. should, nobody should have to put up with that. But if they're an ex, you don't talk to them. They're an ex for a reason. They're gone. They should be gone. Right. Not hitting you up every second, like for emotional support. And that's what happened. they sniff out they sniff out if you're like dating someone new and they just take advantage of it and I'm just glad that I'm not talking to him anymore like that's good yeah and I'm so glad because Chris he said he hasn't had a girlfriend since 2012 
So I'm like, nothing could be better than that. <laughs> like, that's very good. Right? That is really good. <laughs> that's very, very, very good. Yeah. Only yeah. person that I talk that's an ex is my um ex-husband. Because we have, I mean, we share a child. Oh, I, well, I should say, I should say, unless you have a kid. I forgot to mention that. Unless you have a child, I realize you got to talk to your ex if you got a kid. But any yeah. other situation, any other situation, no. Totally, you got to talk to him. Okay. Arrange, arrange, arrange stuff and whatnot. But arrange. other than that, other than that, no, there's no need. Yeah, for real, because some, because that is a little bit too weird, and um... it's just disrespectful and like. You're not, no part of your relationship is going to grow if there's still I miss you, I love you people, I love you like, no, no it's not good it's just not good and okay. I would try to like rationalize it and I'm like no, this is just stupid it really is it really is like but yeah, but I don't know. Like that guy just kept talking about his ex-wife, and I'm just like, dude, you know, y'all been divorced for like pretty long time, and I'm like, I've been divorced. You know, I was a little, I was divorced longer than him, but fuck, and I was just like, just shut the fuck up, bro. Like, how in the world are you gonna have like a really healthy relationship if you just keep bringing your ex into the picture? And she is not even paying attention to. She went on about her life. I know. I was, this and it's so and it's so crazy, and I was like, this dude is still. I don't know. He's still in it. I'm like, he's still in his feelings. He still um needs to heal, and and I just left him alone. I really did because you know I told him I was like, look, I can't, I can't deal with you. Like I want you to heal. At the end, I believe he got mad at me because I said that, but it's the fucking truth. Well, it's hard because I don't think people have, like, bad intentions, but, like, right, you need to heal from stuff. Like, you shouldn't drag somebody into something if you're still, like, fixated on your ex. Like, it's just heal. You don't need... It's just... It is. It's, it's, it is. it's very disrespectful, and it just makes you feel very small because it's like what's the whole point of you uh being interested in me or you know trying to pursue a relationship with me but you still keep bringing them up yeah yeah and you keep talking to them like or and or like you're you know like what you said like emotional support because and 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 i fell in that trap too of being naive myself um also and I'm thinking like, well, they look at me as a friend, but really they're looking at me as like that emotional wet nurse that, you know, and all that to like, oh, oh, let me go call her, you know, so I can talk to her and she can make me feel good. And then I just go on about my business, you know, and, and, and it really sucks. And it just, you know, and you don't need people like that to do shit like that either. Yeah. You know, I don't know crazy right there yeah the dating world's a crazy place 
It, it really is. That's the reason why I control alt delete myself. Because <laughs> <laughs> I did like uh the online thing, that's just weird. Um I, I, I was like, I can't do this anymore. I really can't. I, I just can't. I was like, it's just some fucking trash out there. It's like a bunch of garbage. And I'd rather just focus on myself. You know, I have my um my son and a lot of things going on. I was like, I'd rather focus on that shit. I mean, and I have and I got my passport and I was like, well damn, I can now start planning to like travel outside the country too. So yeah, and then, you know, they say the moment you start looking is when it comes. Right. So, you know, you never know, like, you know, it's like looking at um, going, you know, off to like, you know, to see my brother in Romania and then um, to the UK, to London, you know, and all that and other different places. And I was like, that would be great for me next year, you know, for my birthday, because I'll be 45 next year. I was like, See some places, eat some great food. I said, meet some fine ass European men. Maybe I get bent over, you know, over the balcony or whatever. But you know, that would be my shit. <laughs> you know what? And that and that's just fine. That's you do you. You do what you gotta do. Right, right. Just have some good-looking European dude, you know, and you know what you, you need. Like, and... you clap my cheeks over the balcony and everything, and I, I, I gotta, good... I gotta start using that saying now. Clap my cheeks. Clap my cheeks. So my daughter got me saying that. Clap my cheeks. Okay. I've not, I haven't heard that one before. Oh, clap my cheeks. Clap my cheeks. That's pretty. It's pretty popular. Clap some cheeks. Oh, there's a lot of slang terms. It's so much I, I i can't even keep up i don't even try to keep up i was like you know what i'm just gonna use regular ass english words yeah the kids and lit and I, shit's woke i still don't know what woke means um <laughs> i i'm I, I know what what they say like woke man it's woke, woke with does your- that mean like it's is it the same as lit like it's cool that what it means i believe hold on let me look where i'm gonna go on and look this up whoa this is really fun by the way i should thank you yeah gotta go get you out of your shell okay so woke is i'm looking at um you know woke is a political term it's the english adjective meaning alert to racial prejudice and discrimination. Oh. Oh, I didn't yeah, know it was I didn't know it was loaded like that. Like Yeah, that's what woke me cuz when I say when people start using woke, I was like, well, that's... I'm already awake. I mean, I hope everybody's awake. See, that's like, why I you... that's why I don't use words that I don't know because like I had I thought it was just like I thought it was like lit. <laughs> Shit's lit. Shit's woke. Like I, I had no idea. So I learned something learned something new today. That's cool. I just I mean, I heard all about the woke woke and I was I I I I'm just like I'm just simple in country. I'm like I'm thinking 
when you you awake you awake from your sleep when you woke it's like 20 30 minutes later that yeah i just woke up you know 20 30 minutes later you know past 10 but but when um because I really didn't understand like the slang term of it myself until I just looked it up. I mean, I see it and then I'm just like, and then I lose interest in it. Like, I don't know what that means, the slang shit and everything. I mean, I know what cancel culture is. I'm like, what's this mm-hmm. cancel culture? And um, I was like, Council culture online, social media, or in person. I was like, and it's a form of ostracism. Mm-hmm. Yeah, when I first heard all that, I was like, cancel culture. I was like, you can cancel a Netflix subscription. I know, I had to look it up too. I looked it up a few months ago too, and I was like, oh. Yeah, so like, if you like, I'm surprised you didn't get canceled, you know, whenever you was, um, talking about that actress and that movie that you uh reviewed i'm surprised you know you got a lot of hate mail with it but they didn't cancel you oh the it's like but if, if if somebody did come on your page and say they'd like they cancel you and stuff you'd be like what do you mean i can see that like what do you mean i'm already an outsider i'm already this that and everything you can't cancel me and now, yeah, if somebody came up to you and did that on your page, I will fall out laughing. I know, right? Because you can't be canceled. Yeah. You can't. How can you cancel somebody that is it like kind of like blackballing someone? Is that like what? Yeah, that's like yeah, it's sort of like like blackballing, but but yeah. it's it's the thing of it is is that you already created like your own thing. And so I feel that like with cancel culture, it's it's out it's bizarre to me. It's like it's out it's outrageous. And I know that stuff is fascinating to me. Like like my major in college was social inequality and diversity. And like uh-huh. every every class I took I was like so interested in all the topics because there's so much so much there's just so much uh material like and there's always like new things coming out like cancel culture and now I want to read about cancel culture when when I get off with you like it's interesting it is interesting, but I could I I mean mm, I think it's well my case I don't think it like does anything particularly but I think it's what it is is just calling something out that is not the social um norm. And yeah. so to me it's um it's very complex because it's like if somebody doesn't like something you know they have to get you know the the the, the crowd like routed up come on now let's get your like pitchforks and torches and everything because we don't like this blah 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 but then it's like counteracting a bit with free um free speech mm-hmm. so 
you I mean you girl you you don't want to graduate from um from from college I dropped out in junior year trying to get my bachelor's degree in marketing <laughs> yeah but it didn't make nothing because it's a piece of paper I know so it's, many it's, people there are people drop out of high school and they're super successful like yeah degrees are great but it's really what you do with yourself I don't like I have a master's in education and I'm probably not going to ever teach again follow into uh, my grandparents footsteps because they taught school for like 30-40 years Mm -hmm. and when I see how those high school kids are junior high middle school children are the worst because they're going through puberty they're having like, like all of these new emotions and crap like that and I like the little elementary kids, but them little suckers can be badass too. Oh, I, I love have... teaching little kids is the best part, but it's like the administration part and dealing with all that, like the hierarchy of bullshit. Like I, I know it, I just can't, I can't, I can't deal with that. And the workload is insane. I like, bet. It, you go cuckoo. Like teachers don't get summers off. They don't they're working all summer to prepare for the next year they're teaching summer school like i could go on and on about this like but i won't um, the, ki- I mean, the kids are great i do i like the little kids some of them are little 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 buttholes but i like the special education kids and mm. i really i like the little kids and the special education kids mm. and so i'm like okay and then it's just something that changed my mind because I thought to myself, I was like, you know, I'm not, I'm built to teach, but I know how I am. I know how my mouth is. And I come from, you know, a little bit OG, you know, <laughs> strict, older, you know, right, you know, grandparents and stuff. And the way how my mouth is fly. Those kids gonna tell their mom and their dad, like, oh, Miss Lacey gonna sit there and cuss me out. And I'm like, yeah, I cussed your little kid out because his little ass is bad. And I told him about two or three times and sit his ass down. Good. And so, you know, and I did, um, and then afterwards I was like, okay, let me go and work for another school district. And so I worked as a janitor. I think I like got on so many kids as their janitor, their dancing janitor. Because I see them doing some crazy stuff, and I was like, "Look!" And I talked to them too, but I was like, "Wow, the kids, the kids love me. The kids really love me." Because you want to know why? Because ass. the janitor, and I always get along with the janitors in the building. They're usually the realest and chillest people in the building. Like, well, well, I had my headphones on. You would have seen me like when dubstep was all out, like it was very popular. So I had like my mop and shit. And I'm just like sitting there, like going over floors, like dubstepping and then vacuuming and things like that with the headphones. But yeah, I mean, you're right. The, the janitors are like the realists. <laughs> yeah. I'd much rather hang out with the janitor all day than another middle aged teacher that's just a bitch. So. <laughs> Yeah, it was a couple of bitches that I didn't like, you know, as teachers, but there was like a few teachers I was real cool with. 
Oh, yeah, there's always a couple that are cool, but, like, I hate to feed the stereotype, but a lot of teachers are very uptight and bitchy. They are. Well, the ones I work with, anyways. Sorry, not sorry. <laughs> yeah, y'all are bitches. Yes, yes. I um, actually got those passive-aggressive notes from some of them. Um, um, such a you didn't do this and you didn't do that. I'm just kind of looking like, bitch. Like, first of all, you don't write passive-aggressive notes towards me, to me, or address me with them. So, um, I took it to my uh my manager. I was like. Do you see this? She don't need to write. She don't need to write this. Yeah. She could have said something to you, and then you would come to me because you were my superior. You know, you're my um, supervisor. That's how you do it. Not write a passive aggressive note like that. Yeah. And and being fucking nasty. nasty Yeah, like just nice nasty. I don't like that. Na- I don't like nice nasty, but I can be nice nasty back to you. You know, I don't mind nasty nasty. I respect a person who is just nasty to your face, nasty behind your back, nasty dancing around. But it's the ones you were talking about earlier. They're mm-hmm. just nice, nice to your face and nasty the minute they turn around. Oh. Give me the nasty, nasty all around all the time. And I have respect for that. <laughs> I like, but I, I, you know, but I do did come around with some nice, nasty teachers, just nice, nasty, and I was just like, I'm nice, na- I can be nice, nasty too. But I, it, it takes a little bit more energy to be nice, nasty. Absolutely. But I know it's like, but it's, but it's like a, but it's like one of my secret weapons. Yeah. <laughs> it's like. Don't use that nice nasty shit on me, Keisha. <laughs> Sounds like an invite right there. Um, bake you a cherry pie. <laughs> oh man. Oh, so, so like what's like uh what's one of your favorite horror movies? You know, I was just going through like the DVDs that I have. I have mm-hmm. so few right now because I don't have a lot of space. Um, but I was looking at like the Stephen King collection I have mm-hmm. and I got a little upset because like everybody talks about and posts about it, you know, with some others that Stephen King get thrown, like Pet Cemetery you see a lot. But my my absolute favorite Stephen King movie is The Langoliers. And I've never once seen anyone post about it on Instagram since I started in February. And that's just, that's wrong. <laughs> because that is like one of my favorite movies. Did you, uh, so you watched the whole, uh, what was it like, like, was it like two day, like an ABC, like it was like two hours on ABC. I think I have like that Stephen King collection. I actually do have like the Langoliers on DVD. Yeah. Cause I bought, yeah. Cause I bought like a Stephen King collection it has, um, Silver Bullet, the Langolier, yep. Tommy Knockers. I don't see a lot of people post about Tommy Knockers either. Nope. Never see that. You only see it. No. Sleepwalkers either. It's just funny how, like, some movies just, like, 
like it is just endless like the it posts like it's like there are other Stephen King they don't you know, post about the dead zone like not, nothing like he has so many good so many good things and all you see is it in Pet Cemetery vacation they don't even like post about the night shift and you know yeah. I don't see. I don't see. I, have, I I like the like. That's one of my favorite ones. Is the night shift with the vampire bat and you know, all them folks in the um the mill. Like and Brad Dourif was in it. The dude who um does the voice of Chucky, he's in it. Oh, Chucky! I, yeah, Chucky I, gets a lot of love too, but he deserves that because Chucky rules. Go, oh, good guy, doll, Chucky. Charles Lee Ray, I'm a put. You know what I thought about that? I said, you know, it must have been a weird meeting to green like that. Like, hey, like I have this story where you have this doll, it's a good guy doll, and then you have like this psychopathic killer, but he knows like all these like black magic and shit. So he gets caught up, and and Chris Serrano, yeah, we know Chris Serrano. He like played Jerry Dandridge. Off of Fright Night with his fine, sexy ass. He's still, he like old as fuck, but I would still hit that shit though. He's still fine as hell to me. Yeah. 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 He's like 70 some years old, but like, it's just a number. Yeah, I know, right? But he's still hot as hell though. Like, I was like, man, that's that old man, grown ass man love right there. And so, you know, the like, he goes in, he, he, he goes into a toy factory, and then you can hear it like, yes, yes. And, and and the guy, like, he's getting killed, but he puts his soul inside of the good guy doll. And so he's dead, but he's not dead. He possesses, you know, puts his whole, like, entity soul into this doll. And now he's terrorizing this little kid and blah, 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 because he got to put a, his soul back into, like, a living, you know, uh, breathing human. So he chooses Andy. But, like, I got to thinking about that. I say, man, that must have been a wild ass meeting right there. And they green light that shit because it was so different yeah. to like have a, you know, you always have, you had like Puppy Master. There was like an older movie. Oh called man, Wild. I love, I love the Puppet Master movies. Puppet Master movies. No, like, no, like, no cap on that shit right there. Puppet Master movies. I don't, was I like don't see shit. it. I don't see enough of talked about on that. And those are, those are, those are some good, that's some good shit. That is some good shit. I mean, that the, the, one of my favorite ones is like the lady with the, the leeches. And she, oh man, she is so creepy. It's and just like the, the ultimate, like, horror comedy, I think. I think it's hilarious. And creepy. I think I, I believe like the first Puppet Master movie, uh, it really it, it is. It's like super creepy, very suspenseful. You don't um, know whether to laugh or to be scared, and I think that's brilliant. Exactly. And you're just like, what? These little ass bitty ass dolls, these little puppets, you know. Brrr. You know, especially with the knives. I forgot his name, but he has a name. He comes slicing and dicing like he's like with his Gensu knives and shit. He's like flipping and shit like damn, like Bruce Lee everywhere. I'm just throwing that in. I'm exaggerating, but I I like the Puppet I love Master. It. I love that. I love them. Now I'm going to watch Puppet Master this week. Oh, man. Those, those are some good-ass movies. I mean, like, um, 
back then, I mean, because, you know, there was an old movie called Dolls. I've never watched that, but, like, Puppet Master uh, was, like, my introduction to, like, you know, like, dolls that are demonic or being possessed or, you know, or whatever like that. Um, and then, of course, you have Child's Play with Chucky. And mm-hmm. uh, I think those was, like, pretty cool, you know, because you take something that's an inanimate object that people like, you know, oh, my dolls, and then you just make them, like, really fucked up and scary. I think that's the like the coolest concept ever. Yeah. But yeah. But um Oh shoot. I gotta go in like two minutes, but Ah well, we anyway. totally have to do this again. We sure do. I know we was like wanted to talk about the other thing that we wanted to <laughs> I know we were gonna talk about about uh eggplants. Yeah, eggplants and it can be we could do that another time. <laughs> Absolutely. But you got you you gotta save something for the next time. Keep people oh yeah, we, people yeah, we hooked. Well, all right then, Beth. Thank you so much for joining me with Random Horror Show. Let everybody know where you at. Of course, I know you said it, but let them shout that shit out to the choir right there. Tell the motherfuckers where to find you at. You can find me. On Instagram under Beth Loves Horror, B E T H L O V E S H O R R O R. And I mean, I don't spend a lot of time on Twitter, but that one's Horror Loves Beth. And yeah, so come follow me. Go follow and... my girl. Go follow the realest ass chick on Instagram with her horror reviews. Also check out her friend Chris. He has a YouTube short coming out Friday and thank you so much Beth. You have been a real peach and I'm so blessed and like very honored that you chose me to do your first um, podcast and girl we tight, we tight Totally, we gotta do this again definitely. Alright then Well, thank you so much, and you have a great one. You too. Bye. Bye Bye-bye.